What's the worst thing about being the age you are? Literally for me, it's like, do I want a night out or do I want to get my tooth filling? (laughs) 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 It's decisions like that. And what do you choose? What do you think? Getting pissed. (laughs) Find out. Look at my teeth. Jane. Hey Ro. What are you up to? Uh, we're sitting having a few glasses of wine. We just had a uh, yummy curry. Yes. And we're sitting with our very good mate uh, Rachel Noble who we've known since we were since I was 16. She's making a coy coy face. <laughs> yeah. So say hello Rachel. Hello Rachel. <laughs> um, today we're talking about getting old. Getting old, specifically um, reaching that part in your 20s where you kind of realise that you don't have everything figured out like you thought you did when you were young and 24 and you're starting to freak out a bit about what you're doing with your life Mm -hmm. and and what kind of anxiety that brings. (laughs) I read an article that um, that... 20, the late 20s are the worst times in your life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me on for this specific <laughs> So what kind of train wreck of a life do you have, Rachel? <laughs> yeah. What? Why did we ask you to what? be on this show? What loser can we bring on for our aging? <laughs> what are you, I, to you, Rachel? I, in fact, am aging faster than the two ladies here. That's why they brought me <laughs> No, on. that's not science. You're just older than us. No, yeah. she is technically aging so, faster. Though. Okay. <laughs> is not, she? No, we're aging no, at the like, same rate. Like Jack. But Robin Williams. Older. Thank you, Ro. Yeah. You're one year older. I am three weeks away from 29, which is apparently the year where you hate yourself. <laughs> what's your, what's the authority on this? Like, where did you get that from? The internet. Ah, yes. I don't know. I feel like my 20s um, has not been the 20s I thought it would be when I was a teenager. I think my early 20s were for sure my 20s, what I thought they'd be. I was really? doing a J one. I was getting pissed. I didn't get hangovers really yet. See, I was doing that too, but I was having consistent like existential crises. <laughs> I only hit that now at the I, ripe old age of twenty eight. See, I started early. I remember at nineteen being like, "What's it all about?" God, really, <laughs> really young. Yeah, a worryingly young. What, like, what did you want to do with your life? Who, what? Why am I here? Who am I? <laughs> what is aging? I remember going. Well, sure, look, I'm only going to age after this on my 19th birthday. <laughs> I remember, I know, yeah. That's very Because up until that point, you weren't aging. I know. And then, I, and then it was grand, and then it was sad. But there was genuinely a point in my 20s where I was thinking, like, my, just, my natural disposition was just sad, bitch. <laughs> sad. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, look, I'm just a bit of a Debbie Downer. And why is that? What kind of expectations do you have for your 20s? Okay, well, so, like, the expectation you have, I think, just, uh, you know, in terms of just natural progressions in life is, like, okay, school, college, um, move out of home or move away, family. I mean, that's what we yeah. think yeah, is yeah, yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. So, school was, like, grand, but you start drinking then around 16, yeah. 17, 18. 15, 14. Um, <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, there's a whole world outside of education. And then you, um, I suppose, like, I got into a college course I didn't like. And I spent a year being like, oh, no, every day going, yeah. oh, but and my parents were like, God, I'm so happy for you. This is amazing. Just I, to get that degree, which apparently is really important. Which, really by the way, important. none of us are using our degrees. <laughs> no, not using my degree. No. I, I, I don't even have a degree. <laughs> 
Advanced yeah. certificate. Oh, cute. That pays the bills. Cute. Yeah, nice and rare. Cute. Yeah. Advanced certificate. Advanced little AC. Yeah, in journalism. But it's funny, like, a lot of people don't like their college course, or, like, especially when people finish arts and UCD, and the lads that we know that did it were like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. That, yeah. that set me up for nothing. <laughs> but I feel like that happens around whatever age, 24. And then I still think we're kind of grand. I don't know. I still feel like as it just years go by, it's more like, what am I doing? Like, I feel like when I finished what? college, I didn't have that moment because I was like, what age do you finish college? When I finished college, I was 24. Oh, we're talking about like, what are we doing like career wise? I just kind of mean life. Yeah. You don't know where you're going to end up. For me, okay. The, the weird thing is, is that um, there's, okay, so I'm 28 and like some of my friends are traveling the world one mm-hmm. is in New York right now one's in Mexico right now one's in Melbourne right now um some of my friends well okay not really any of my friends my age but people <laughs> our age are getting married and having kids as well yeah yeah and then there's people just like living in Dublin getting their careers together yeah there's lots of things going on there's people just finishing courses finishing education there's lots of things going on and I feel like which one should I like what I should what I like a constant life FOMO <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like, which one should I be doing? Like, I could look on Instagram and see like this young mom with like two gorgeous kids, and I'm like, oh my god, I should do that. And then I see a young g- girl my age traveling the world. And I'm like, I want to do that actually. No. And then the next day I see this badass bitch doing deadly career. And I'm like, no, that's what I'll do. Literally, the, the twenties is the first time that you see your life and your failures like play out. Because when you're in your teenager, you're in school and you're practicing whatever you're practicing or you're learning practicing. <laughs> you're practicing education. I'm a snort of my wife. <laughs> you're practicing your education. Practicing so maths. That's probably why I didn't do so well. Um, what am I practicing today? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, and then you're like going into college or you're doing something. So you're just, there's so much like busyness happening that the, the 20s, relationship-wise, career-wise, just location-wise, wherever you go, is the first time where things you try like fail they either fail in like a really big way or they yeah. fail in a way where like a year passes and you're like, oh shite, that was a bad call. Do you think it's the impending, the impending 30 <coughs> that we feel as a weird thing? Well, yeah, because I do, yeah. society is super ageist. Okay, so the, the 30 thing, I like, I think it's a, more of a female. No, it is everybody. But do you think it's, it's re- deep rooted in 30 means Oh. settling down but and do doesn't anymore for me it's not about like oh when I hit 30 I have to settle down and when I hit 30 I have to be earning this much money a year and I, for me it's like when I hit 30 I have to have the courage to cycle to work in the morning or like when <laughs> I hit 30 <laughs> I'll finally start that Spanish class you know like I don't have that oh like, that's the opposite to me yeah. I just keep putting it okay no for me I'm like when I hit 30 I have I like like I have this idea that I, I want to travel at some point like I've traveled but I want to travel for like a few months yeah or whatever, like yeah, whatever. I don't know. And for me, I feel like I have two more years to do it. And like, it, I was only talking to Dave the day, and he's like, "Why do you think that we have to? What are you on about? Like, why are you saying four thirty? Both of you guys are still making it. A, 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 I think this is one of the big problems with thirty. You're both talking t- talking about it like it's this big milestone. And like my life is like, what's gonna happen when I'm thirty one? Like, I'm not gonna just... wake up on my thirtieth birthday and be like, oh my god, my body, my tits, my personality, <laughs> my tits are done. I do cool. worry that by the time I'm in my thirties, I'm like, well, I'm not my prime anymore. Like, I, I can never cycle to work now. You know what I mean? So Sorry, I want to know your something. Prime. <laughs> your eyes. What's look? your prime? Do you want to know something? The prime of Miss Jean Brady. I went to buy a moon cup the other day. <laughs> okay. Uh, if anyone doesn't know what a moon cup is, it's a, a vaginal uh, cup that you put in your vagina. 
<laughs> that you have a period into and you just I, pour it I'm out. I'm glad you clarified, Ro, because vaginal cup was very, was not, yeah, it was very vague. It. It's not one of those vaginal cups that you don't put you in don't your put, You don't put that vaginal cup in your eye. It's a mug <laughs> that looks like a lady. It's like a little a little goblet for your period, let's say. Yeah. And a tiny goblet. goblet. Hold me closer, <laughs> tiny goblet. Um, so it's the wine kicking in so there. So anyway, I got the, and now on the back of it, you, there's two sizes. There's size A and size B. <clears throat> Size A is if you're under 30 and have not had kids. No, no, sorry. I've, yes. Size B is if you're over 30. So your vagina changes. If you're over 30 and haven't had kids, you still have to go for size B. Do you, do, <laughs> do you know what I'm getting at here? Regardless if you had so, kids, your vagina gets fucking bigger so, when you're 30. When you literally wake up 30. None of us should be stressed about our jobs or our careers because our vaginas are widening as we speak. <laughs> They're widening. You could get a bus through there in Why two years time. Why is that an time. issue? Because we're talking about aging and I'm saying your vagina's aging now. But you looked at me with the, like, the fear in your eyes. Well, I like, just thought it was weird that like one day I could be 29 and I would get size A moon cup and the next... <laughs> Be 30 and I have to go up size B moon cup but like what you think it's not going to be attractive to Dave or what's what's the issue no just for my it's for myself is this a relationship podcast are we gonna are we gonna get deep <laughs> in a relationship look we fluctuate that's the whole thing we're constantly fluctuating and we forget our bodies are no I'm are... terrified about the widening vagina <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about our widening vagina if you're sound never, and you're trying <laughs> you're trying to do your best you're trying to be a nice person and if you, you know who you are it's all about knowing who you are like hey you could be 31 and get an a cup moon cup no you can't rachel no but maybe you'll be the vagina that does row so if i'm 30 and i can still use my size a moon cup i'll just be like fuck yes bitches <laughs> you should get both sizes and just try them both and just We've try them both gone on a weird i like the tangent though. so weird, to avenue. summarize it's you're, fine if you have a wine You might not vagina. feel old on the outside, but your vagina's getting old on the inside. Tells a different story. Tells a different story. <laughs> your insides are widening and stretching. <laughs> but so is your mind. Isn't that lovely? Oh, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I've never felt more comfortable with myself than I have That's true. in the past year or two. You do seem comfortable you right seem now. You seem so comfortable. Is that a joke? Or? No. No, like, no, I'm being serious. You seem very comfortable. Uh, I feel very comfortable <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I feel very comfortable... Uh, as in like uh, confident yes but then i'm also like oh but what time am i wasting but i don't love my job and i don't do all these things and uh, yeah there's no stage in our life where everything's gonna be great no and and that's just that's aging if there's no there's no point in our life where like the scales are going to be even it's just going to be a case of Oh my god! Every Not everything is clicked. Yeah. Of of me is working. No, but to be honest as well, I think our age or our kind of generation, and I know this has been talked about to death, but we're so different to our parents in that, like, my dad, you know, came out of school, went straight to work in the bank, and that was it. And he'd say, "Well, I didn't like working in the bank, but you just have to get on oh, with it." Wasn't even a thing to like your job back then. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, I won't be happy until I'm doing PR for Taylor Swift. You know, there's a a whole thing that like our generation are just, we expect a lot from everything. We expect a lot from our jobs, expect from our life. Like my parents would be like, no, of course you're not going to be happy all the time. What's this happiness? What are you on about like? (laughs) But it's because, I think it's because we can see happiness all the time all around us Mm. on fucking Instagram. Also, like, you know, millennials, like we are millennials. Yes. Yeah. And the, you know, the people underneath us are called Generation Y. Yeah. 
How Why much me? more badass does that sound than millennials? <laughs> I always think that's so funny. I feel like I, I cringe. Millennials, millennials sound, sound like we, millennials sound like the laziest people that have ever. There's yeah. like sixty-five yeah. in there. It's just I'm a millennial. Like yeah. where it's also just, it's so broad. It's like 1980 to 1995 or something. I, like I thought it was clearly if you're born after 2000. No. <laughs> no. Why? Why? <laughs> Why did you no, think you were know you're not seventeen? No, I'm oh about seventeen year olds who were born in the year two thousand. Right. Eleven from Stranger Things was born in two thousand four. I still can't get over it. No, hold wow. on a second here. I know I know from then googling it that it's from the nineteen eighties to now, but I thought that millennials for ages was people born in the millennium. Well thank God you're a millennial and you can Google it. So where did the word millennial come from? I don't know. Just uh, who there. came of age around the time of the millennium. Do you remember? You I was born. Oh, came of age. Yeah. Oh, like you were a certain age by the time the millennium came. <laughs> anyway, can I say something though as well? It's it's also like like we saw currencies change. We saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we saw the great crash. Do you remember the the excitement the of millennium going bug. from the punts to the euros? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I remember mm. putting loads in a bag, being like. They will be worth millions. <laughs> no, they're not. But I have like this little little tub of loads of old coins being like, this is so exciting. I remember like, oh my God. What will like, how many penny sweets can I get for cents? I don't know. Yeah, and then I remember that we too. We also saw no internet, then dial up, then instant communication. So we're the first generation that has yeah. really lived through so much change in every aspect of our life. And then you have to kind of go, Okay, well, what are the mental health aspects of that, and what's the how am I feeling? Like, I'm people now. It's getting a bit trendy to be sad online. I think, yeah, you know, to be like, oh, look at my tear. I had a bad day, which is I shouldn't slag the person that I saw do that, but I was like, oh, everything. You can't do anything right. You can't be too happy on Instagram. You can't shed a tear on Instagram. You can't be too real. Do you know what? For me and Row as well, I think it's interesting that we have both made careers in social media and and the internet and to kind of have this love-hate kind of... It's very love-hate. Fucking hate the internet. You can see right through it when you work in the industry, I think. Well, we're kind of on the other side of it, like, because we're selling shit. Well, I'm selling shit through social media. So am I. Yeah. Can you enjoy the internet when you work in social media yeah, yeah, sure. yes <laughs> people think that oh you're working in it all day like I'm not scrolling on Instagram all day or yeah. scro- I'm just do you think anyway. it's weird though that like we're aging on the internet as in you know the photos that were we post of a fun night out you know in five years are just there a click away we've got like these ghosts now in our yeah that's why media, we're all mad and that's why we're all feel old because I just can see like before like Oh, I don't know. God. I'm yeah, Facebook days. shows you on this day and you're like, oh, remember being 22 and locked and that seems like yesterday and why am I having that much fun the anymore? The time hopping on Facebook is just such a... It's cheeky. Reminder yeah. of time gone by. It's cheeky. No one needs a time hop. I don't want a time hop back to my braces. I my, love it. I love a time hop. Period. I love it. So, okay. what do you genuinely want a time hop? I check it every day, yeah. What's the hardest thing about being 28 and 29 right now? The hardest thing for me is I'm living at home and the roles have reversed. Like if my dad's running down the stairs in his socks, I'm like, oh, you're going to run down the stairs in your socks, are you? You're going to break a hip. What's wrong with that? Oh, just, just, you just, just really little small things change where you, you, you just get more aware of everything and you get Mm. more care. I think you get a bit more caring when you're older. Um, but I definitely didn't think I'd be living at home at 28 and be back in college. Mm. Um, but then I, I definitely wasn't ready 
to be where I'm at now, you know, three years ago. I don't think as well. It's funny, but only with hindsight do I know it. Yeah, you're, in the, you're actually in the right place for you now. But I agree. And I think about my early 20s and um, I kind of struggled a lot in education. I tried to do different courses and I got a HDF in or high national diploma in TV and film production. And I was going to go and go straight into college and after that and I decided to say no I won't do that I'll write because I want I want to be a writer and, and, and a screenwriter and I was like okay well I'll do that I'll just get a job and I'll write and I'll make things but then life got in the way and my emotions and my feelings got in the way and I kind of had a few years of um depression really and on and off depression where I didn't even know it was that until therapy and then that's another thing I think like a lot of people should and do in their 20s is therapy because mm. it really yeah, just 100%. it really just like helps you understand who you are why you are the way you yeah, are that's a huge and, thing. and I think just having gone th- gotten through a depression that really lasted a few years but as in kind of manageable as in I was still able to go to work and function and seemed fine and um, like it wasn't thank god never suicidal or anything like that but this dull like dull kind of hopeless yeah hopeless hopeless period and and I remember my 25th birthday and it was the first time I did stand-up comedy and I was like oh god I'm gonna do comedy yeah this is gonna be great I hated myself Mm. I hated who I was I didn't know who I was I felt so uncomfortable in my skin and I had a lot of shit to talk out and talk through and then I did that and now I'm 28 and I'm living at home and I'm back in college getting my degree and I definitely did not predict that in my life. And I said to you earlier, I was like, if I went to see you an 18, like little perky 18 year old being like going in to get my tarot cards. And she was like, so you'll still be in Bray. You'll be at home. And you'll be back in college. I'd be like, no, oh, no, which woman? But the thing is, sometimes it takes that long, you know, well, the, the to night... find out what you want to do, who you want to be, and yeah. to do something right. This has been the most beneficial, like chunky of chunk, te- like beneficial ten years of my life. When I think about okay, the tw- the twenties, if we're going to talk about it, like a decade, yeah, it's been the most uh, beneficial time of my life, and I think it's going to set me up for my thirties. Um, unless I, you know, lose a limb or something, I, you know, oh you don't. God, but God don't. forbid, and I don't want to lose a limb. But I'd have to move on. Plot <laughs> on, because they plot on. There's no way to. There's no way to walk. No. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, you either do the work in your twenties and it's tricky and uncomfortable, or you don't and you get lucky, or you don't and you get unlucky, and then you're gonna have the same feelings in your thirties and forties. And I think. Our generation definitely is the first generation to talk. I, my, my auntie said the best thing ever. I go up to her and she's this wonderful woman. She's had this crazy life with a lot of tragedy, unfortunately. But she's so just wise with life. Like she's just been through every version of good and bad you can mm. go through. And she said, the problem with your generation is you talk too much. And the problem with my generation is we don't talk enough. <laughs> There's the horrible... But do you know what? It's really refreshing. But it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, but it's our parents didn't get the opportunity to, to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And and we do. But because we're kind we're of... We're overanalyzing gen- probably too much. Yeah. Listen to this fucking podcast. But, yeah. But they underanalyze. Yeah, for sure. You know? And, and then they made calls. They made life calls. And again, like your 20s, I feel 
This is now single again, tarot card lady. <laughs> she she dealt me that card. But can I just say things? It's funny because we talk about oh living at home and back in college and being single as like oh my god they're the absolute worst things you can be. But really, what you're describing is like this really pro- sorry to get deep here, really profound journey through your twenties mm. where you find out who you are, or at least you're on the way to find out who you are and doing work on yourself. And why isn't that a success? As opposed to, well, I'm single and living at yeah, home. Yeah, why are we putting success on something? And like, it's second nature just to, very, yeah, to, to say that. Because for a second I was like, God, yeah. And I'm like, no, wait. But I cannot, That's not a measure of success. I, I'm in a relationship and have a job yeah. and I still want more. I want something else. No, you know? but it's not like, oh, I'm done. You know, or anyone. Yeah, oh, no, I'm I know done. that. But, you know. I think, you know, in everything we do, especially online, you have to fill in little boxes about yourself. I remember just... But to go, I remember going on plenty of fish after a bottle of wine, and literally, I felt like that 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 survey made me think about myself. So thorough, more. isn't it's it? So thorough. I was so thorough. I was like, God, well, how would I describe myself in three words? Like, I knew Andrea was Catholic. How do you? Was it plenty of fish you met your girlfriend? Yeah. Plenty of fish is like the dark web version of Tinder. It's but what, the how strangest. would you describe yourself in three words? You're like. Feisty, frisky and fun. I was pissed and I rang my friend and I was kind of, you know, uh, having a moment where I was going, Dan, like, how do I, well, I'm trying to fit in this thing and, uh, you know, who am I? And yeah, but it's worse doing? than like getting your public services card. It is so long. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's, it's smokery, drinker, uh, it's ethnicity, long. religion. How would you describe yourself? Like, it's. Do you know what was really weird as well? Just speaking of things you have to fill in. Anyway, sorry, my whole point with that was that you, there's so many things we have to fill in online that we have to state we are. That I think, you know, you kind of just think it in your head. You're yeah, I'm saying I'm living at home, I'm in college. Yeah. It's not like okay, the coolest yeah, good thing. Point. I wouldn't put that on a... I wouldn't, it, like, it doesn't look cool on paper <laughs> or, or, yeah. or in data online. Yeah. But um, I'm definitely happy. Like, I have to say I'm happy within myself right now things are going well um but I just made choices I made different calls and yeah I could be living at home but now I can afford to get my degree yeah maybe it'll just be a piece of paper that means nothing I don't know it doesn't but matter it was important to you to get it really yeah. important yeah, yeah it was yeah, yeah. it was and that's fine I think people we all bash education say you don't need it but for to some people and actually to me because I you know it was important important thing to get Do you know what it is for me as well because I'm I like I, I want because I write and I look and I really want to kind of pursue that it was just if things <clears throat> it was for me if things don't work out mm. I'll get through an interview round because I'll have a BA yeah like it was a very kind of pragmatic yeah um, decision why I wanted to go back to college it's not truly for the love of journalism and broadcasting even though I'm really interested in it but it was because maybe if things don't work out in my early 30s when I'm when I feel like I might have to really make a call on my life just financially and you know pick a place pick mm-hmm. a, per- a career it was it was just gonna, it was just kind of me thinking give yourself a little net a safety net mm-hmm. can i can i no counter that <laughs> um i don't have a degree and i have been to plenty of interviews where i've gotten a job and they said um they said that they they chose me over people with masters and purely because i was enthusiastic and had the experience which, and I'm not saying it's because I'm just so good. What I'm saying is, it's funny how the world is changing now. Because people drop, like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have a degree. 
you know it's I find it so interesting how the world has changed and I do get what you're saying like to have that kind of okay well I have a degree but I guess I want to emphasize that it's not a necessity anymore you had a body of work that was good and you had experience from your internship that made you succeed so I think you're totally right it's not about the piece of paper but I didn't have experience and I didn't have an internship that gave me so oh, many no, I'm not saying that it's useless what I'm saying is it's just funny how things have changed I think as well like a, a, there's it's like a portfolio kind of thing nowadays isn't it where yeah, I guess where everyone's online you, you can just actually kind of Put your heart and soul in something and put it online and it could be the thing that gets you into For sure company. yeah it doesn't have to be a degree it, it doesn't be, have to be i know doing something but um this is, kind of just... going, this is kind of going away a bit from the education side but i think that now in fairness i've been bashing the 28th but i think that and it's kind of what you said jane i think it is where you kind of like i know myself more now than i ever have yeah like i'm more confident in myself now than i ever have been yeah. Like I don't do things that I don't want to do anymore. <coughs> I don't see people I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. For me, that was a huge growing That's older my thing. Favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> like remember those days where you go and you meet somebody, you go out for drinks, you go out for big nights out, and like you're just like, I don't want oh, to. Someone's actually, don't back want... from Canada, or someone's back <laughs> oh, from London, someone's every birthday, week. and you're just like, I don't actually. You're like, no, I actually don't. We're not actually friends. No. I last don't... time we had a conversation was 2009. Like, yeah, no. I think, I think when you get older, yeah, and people are like probably eye rolling that we're talking about getting older, we're 28 years of age, but like people would. Um, oh god I lost my point you're saying how you're really comfortable being 28 and that it gives oh, no, you I, yeah no that like time I realise how <clears throat> precious time is yeah like, I my agree. time is like I'm like no I don't want to just go to that thing I could just actually watch Stranger Things and yeah do things that you actually enjoy instead enjoy of things you doing. think you should enjoy but lads think about how the media represents women in their late 20s early 30s you know they're eating cat food or they're cat they're eating they're you know they're not eating cat food <laughs> I'm, Why? Watching, I'm watching the weirdest Netflix <laughs> show right now. <laughs> so just just cat food and women and thirty year old women. It's Sounds brilliant. Like something Sounds... like a Noah Bombach. No, something. do you know why I said that? That's in my head. I just watched Romancing the Stone. Right. Okay. They just put up on Netflix. Oh, it's Kathleen Turner. That's why I text you. Do you did you fancy Chandler's mom? No, that's not. You her. never text me saying to fancy Kathleen Turner. I, it's in your it's in your phone. Oh really? Because you didn't reply. See, so I felt like oh, you, you kind of didn't okay. see or something. Okay, never mind. But um, I forgetful said, in your late twenties. <laughs> I actually do fancy Kathleen. Anyway, Kathleen we're answering the stone. Of course, you fancied Kathleen Turner. Day, yeah. So you didn't even need to reply. I knew you did. Yeah. <laughs> but Kathleen Turner in *Romancing the Stone* with um your man, what's his face, married Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. So anyway, she gets lost in the jungle and they fall in love. Shock horror. But the opening of that fucking movie is Kathleen Turner. Tits out. Eating Kathleen. No, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> Wait for it. No. It's it's her crying. It's it's narrated this the end the end of this western and she finds the man, right? And it's there's a there's a narration over it. And then it cuts to her at her typewriter crying. She runs out of tissues. She goes to the kitchen to grab a tissue, no tissue. She goes to the other room to grab a tissue, no tissue. She goes to the wall, no tissue, no buy tissue. tissues. She takes the little note that says buy tissue, blows her nose in it, and she goes, honey, I finished my book. Let's celebrate. It's a fucking cat. It's her honey is a cat. <laughs> She's a romance novelist, right? It's been this sexy thing. And she, she not only does she make in cat food, she puts a little, like, little, you know, like, little dressing on top, and, and she, like, she puts it, it on the table. 
it's just the saddest version of a woman. You know, this oh. author who's just finished a book with her cat. And it's giving just, garnishes on the food. Garnishes on her cat food. And it's just this idea of this lonely woman, even though when you actually look at her, she's this really successful, you know, author. And when you think of, anyway, so this is an old movie. It's in what, the 90s? All I could think of was like, I'd love to see that with <laughs> my cat. You actually you looked, looked like, a little sit-down meal there. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, cool, right? I get that. Well, I don't. I wouldn't like to ride her or anything. I don't... Who? Kathleen Turner? Lola. (laughs) Lola's the cat. No, my whole point was that this was a movie that I loved and I didn't remember that opening scene even though it's really... I mean, I know they're getting across that she's lonely and she's single but there's just so much television and film that we've consumed in our entire lives that had these subliminal women are shit and lonely and yeah. we we just like I I and saw, have to find a man before you're thirty. I saw it, the whole film. I couldn't enjoy it, and I feel like a lot of television and films for me are kind of ruined just by getting older and 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 I suppose whatever with the Weinstein and the hashtag Me Too stuff coming out. It's just this awareness you can't unsee how yeah. fucking sexist something is now. Yeah. I always thought that if I and ageist, just sorry and ageist. Yeah. I always thought that if I just was in a relationship because I was single pretty much my entire life up until mm. a year and a half ago. I always thought and all my friends were in relationships around me and I thought if I just had a girlfriend then that would be happiness. Yeah. yeah that would be happiness. Lots of people think that. Yeah, I'd be fulfilled. I'm never going to get a girlfriend. I'll be lonely forever. My life is over. Blah 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 blah. And then I got a girlfriend. And that's lovely. But I mean, <laughs> but it's not all it's cracked up to me. I love that pause. And that's lovely. It's lovely. A girlfriend is well, you're lovely. Shit your shit. But you're she's just your she's just my best friend who you kind of have ah. a slap and a tickle with every now and then. Slap and a tickle. Jane, you're doing it wrong. But what I'm saying is, is but now it's like, oh, but actually, um, I remember I did the Camino for some reason. Yeah, actually, twice. tell us about your midlife crisis that I was, just had about booking Machu Picchu or something. Sorry, that was the perfect like midlife crisis situation. You, you did the Camino twice, and the first time you did it, you had epiphanies, and it was around the time of Andrea, and before pre-Andrea, the relationship. Uh, well, you just started dating, And yeah. the second time you did it, you left early because you felt like you didn't need it. That's huge. It was huge, yeah, because mm-hmm. um, the second time I booked it, I just panicked because I was with my girlfriend in bed, and I was starting to be like, what am I doing? what am I doing I don't want to be in this comfortable thing where you know we Mm. just sleep in on Saturdays and we do the same thing every weekend you wanted a bit of pain or a bit of grit something I wanted to feel something so um, while she I'm an early riser should I tell her to make you feel something make me feel something make me feel good no so then she was asleep and so this was uh, less than a year after I did my first Camino which was the best experience of my life and I think everybody should do it I did not need to do it a second time. Well, you'd done it. You had done it. I'd done it. But six months later, I was asleep. Or, sorry, Andrea was asleep. But you went back <laughs> six months later to six Camino. Months, a different Ever. route, though. Very close in time. Yeah, it was a different but it was, route. it was before she, she had... She she thought she needed it. Oh, but yeah, you, yeah. But, but the irony is you did need it the first time. You I knew, did. You, knew you, needed you needed to go back to show yourself you didn't fucking need it. Lance. No, because I wanted. Yeah, because I wanted that feeling again of like <laughs> so, accomplishment and yeah. I'm doing something. Can the whole bit for this podcast be? So, in conclusion, you need to do the Camino twice, once to know you need <laughs> it, and the second time to know you don't need a Camino anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'll never say never, though. I'll probably go back at some stage. Oh, you'll go back by two weeks and you'll yeah. be like, I don't need it again. <laughs> 
So I went back the second time and I thought that'd be great because the first time was this huge, profound experience where you meet so much people, there's so much love, there's so much time to yourself. You're just walking for like seven hours a day. It's lovely, wanky, wanky, wanky. And then second time I was like, oh, I'll do another route. The second route I did was not as profound. It was... Nothing's ever the same when you go back to... No. no, but this was Even literally not as... Like the first time I was walking through little villages and farmlands where there's like little farmers giving away free raspberries and all this oh stuff. Like imagine that. they were actors. No. <laughs> <laughs> Set up by the Camino. Yeah. The second time um, I was walking through uh, basically about four hours of industrial state a day. <laughs> Do not research. You were going to. I did. You were going to the Camino version of Dell, were you? It was what? what it was like straight lines. Did no one say like? By the way, this route is very industrial. I got the John Barley book. He didn't say anything about that. He said like, oh, coming into the town, you'll you'll be there'll be a bit of industrial state. Nothing about like seven k either side of the town was (laughs) industrial. So depressing and lashing rain. And I was just on my own. It was was lashing rain. Yeah, and I was walking through industrial estate. I didn't see rain and lashing rain. I didn't meet. I didn't meet. I've done that in brain. <laughs> and I didn't meet one other person. I did. I, the only other person I met on the route was this um, American guy, and I was giddy. I was like, "Oh, another person!" On my second day, and because the first route I did was way more popular, and then the second route, I like ran up. I was like, "Oh, hello." And uh, I was like, oh, where are you from? I was like, Ireland, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm from uh, Vermont. And I was like, oh, I love New England. And he's like, it's not actually New England. It's just outside of New England. And I was like, oh, oh my oh. God. And then he was like, anyway, nice talking to you and walked ahead. Jesus. The last person I met in the Camino, we there, got tattoos God, with. <laughs> probably limping in the rain in the industrial estate in this gobshite there trotting on ahead of you. Oh, it was awful. So anyway, then I came home. Um, but Can yeah. I tell you something? That sounds like when you're in your early twenties and you try and recreate the best night you've ever yeah, had. Exactly. Yeah. You know those. You're like, yeah. oh my god, are you excited for John's party? Everybody's talking. Okay, we don't it's know. It's gonna John. be the best night. But apparently, John's party is gonna be yeah. the best night ever. And then someone drinks too much, or someone vams, or someone yeah. Yeah. shifts someone they're not supposed to. Yeah. So I was trying to chase that feeling again. Chase and night. Um, See, last this is week. the problem. We do try and chase. <clears throat> The highs of our lives. <laughs> like I keep saying, I just want someone to have a house party again. I want oh, those times. It. But those times when you go back to them, we're pretty fucking shit as well. Um, there were so many emotions, Best of times, constant worst heartbreak times. and hangovers and vomit. And My favorite parts of them was 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 when you got stuck. You know, you know when you fancy someone or you don't, or maybe you just want. No, I don't. <laughs> when when you like someone at a, a house party, or when you want to talk to your friends at a house party. And you had to get through a group of people and you knew you had to talk oh, to at least two. Yeah. Oh, and you were like, oh, oh, and the awkward side hug. Side hug, the arm around the shoulder. Here you know what I'm go. talking about. And you're losing a few minutes. And you'll never get those back. No, you'll never get and them back. And in the corner of your eye, you're looking at the person you fancy, hoping they don't walk away. Oh. Okay, guys, we're running out of our battery soon. Okay, will we stop? So let's round up by a little uh, finished sentence jobby. Okay, okay, here you go. One one sentence. What do you want to achieve before your 20s are over? Oh, fuck. That's a terrible... Because then life is over. I literally don't... (laughs) Okay, I... Well, it's not really before my 20s are over. But I wanted to do a podcast. Okay. I'm doing it. Oh, cop out. Yes. Mine over. Go on, Rachel. Rach. I would like to do a podcast when we're 38. No, that's not the question, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) What, the, what ch- is the question? What would you like to what achieve before your 20s are over? Yeah. 
Get your degree. Uh, Get a golden retriever puppy. Release a film. Before I'm 30, what would I like to achieve? Yeah. Before I'm 30, um, I just want to feel good and I want to have um, fulfilled myself in some way creatively. No, too vague. Mm, too vague. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Jane, you go. Go back to Jane. I'll have a thing. Sorry. Cool, 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 cool. I want to um, be able to cycle to work. Okay, and not great. be scared of the roads. I'm scared of the road. I'd like to maybe before I'm thirty. Definitely, okay. Before I'm thirty, I'd like to definitely choose getting a fitting over having points. So making the right decision, making the right grown-up decision. Yes. Okay. That's what I'd like. Very That's good. What I'd like. And. And I would like to. I mean, I don't know. We put the pressure on Dear Rachel, diary, be in love, fucking like myself naked. I don't know. The oh, usual like, yeah, shite. Yeah. yeah, no, look, that was kind of a, a trick question because, as we discussed, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Asia. We're all grand. Um, that was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. I think we should have more wine now. We're going to have more wine um, because we're uh, 20. 28 and we can afford our own wine. Yeah. Which is a nice success. thing about being older. And when this podcast is over, all three of us will have aged <laughs> more. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 B